Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for Human Conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. Today's guest, fascinating lady. Uh, you're going to find out why actually, because um, she's, she talks about such a wonderful subject that actually people don't talk about enough. So I guess that's the first clue. But let me just introduce to you Julie Cholen. She is the founder and the campaigner behind the brand Secret Whispers. So it already sounds intriguing, Julie, but welcome to the Human Conversation. Thank you very much for having me, Jules. Um, yes, um, Secret Whispers was started, well, the idea came around in 2018 when I read this article that said, regardless of how amazing you might think your pelvic floor is, the likelihood of an issue goes up by 50% for the onset of perimenopause. And I remember thinking, there's absolutely no way this is happening to me because I was turning 40 the following year. And I've been doing my kegels since I was 14. And I assumed every woman did. So that led me on the journey of looking for some sort of weights that I could use because I knew just doing kegels manually wasn't enough. I needed some strength resistance, I needed a weight. Um, and while I was doing this, I was having conversations with mums in the playground. And to begin with, when I started asking the question, how's your pelvic floor? Some of them would just run away. <laughs> <laughs> but the more I, I asked, the more intrigued I got. And all I kept hearing was, number one, what's a pelvic floor? Now, these are women who've had children. Um, Julie, what's a kegel? Um, Julie, it's normal. It's normal to leak after having children. It's normal to wear pads, it's normal. So that got me really passionate about wanting to ensure women were educated. And I can say that those same women who thought that it was normal are now leak free, thanks to Secret Whispers. So that's how my whole passion came around. It's really interesting um, you speaking about this because, you know, ordinarily we would probably start a conversation building up to, you know, well, who's Julie, where's she come from? And I'm going to do that too. But just the fact and the way that you introduced Secret Whispers, what people might think is what's a Kegel? And you answered that to a degree, but I want to talk more about that. But you also said something really interesting there, um, which I want to come back on. I've been doing my Kegels all my life. And I thought to myself, well, I haven't. So, you know, and this is the thing, isn't it? This is that whole education piece, which I find fascinating. Well, look, I want to talk more about this, obviously. But first of all, just give me an insight into who Julie was before 2018. And you had this discovery that we all absolutely needed you to educate us and, and, you know, create a product for us. So what were you doing before all of this, Julie? Oh, I've had such a varied um, career. I actually graduated as a programmer from university. I had a very good job in another university. I lasted seven months there and decided to open up a fish and chip shop, as you do. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love this story. So um, I bought this fish and chip shop and um, about a year after I had bought, I'd managed to uh, renovate it so it was twice the size. It was a fish and chip shop one side, a pizza shop the other side. I had 15, 20 staff, I had mopeds, vans, the whole lot on the road. It was hard work though. I was yeah. doing 90 hours a week. So um, it did come and it, it came, was it number three? Anyway, it came within the top three best fish and chip shops in the UK. So I won an award for that. I love it. <laughs> Fabulous. And then, yeah, I was in engineering for a while, and uh, then I got a little lock-up. So right before um, Secret Whispers came around, I had a little lock-up, a little small warehouse, and literally I was buying and sell selling wholesale, and it was doing really, really well. But it didn't fulfil me. It wasn't, I didn't feel passionate about it. So when this came along, I just, I knew, I knew this is what I had to do. Yeah. And yeah, it's been tough, but... I love it and it's what I'm passionate about. I think what's so interesting when I do my podcasts and obviously it's all about the human conversation. So I have all sorts of different guests, but predominantly guests who are entrepreneurial. So they've got their own businesses. It's always quite fascinating to see what their journey was before they actually started the business they're now in. And you get all sorts because some people have been in the sector that they're actually working in right from the very off. But other people like you have been like uh, programming, fish and chip shop, um, you know, and engineering. And it's like, oh my goodness, this is so wonderful. What a breadth of experience you have brought to the business you're now running. That, that's so amazing, Julie. I think also just touching on the whole fish and chip thing and, you know, this 90 hours a week. It does sound really glamorous when you talk about shops and retail. And of course, my dad ran shops when I was a little girl and I know how hard he worked and how many hours he works you know so your work ethic is clearly already there as a basis but then discovering your passion you know and we have to be passionate don't we about what we're doing how, how amazing is that when you feel when you love what you do oh I just love it. it it is it is I just can't imagine doing a business if you didn't have that passion in you and I will be honest um with lockdown, it's been extremely difficult because I'm looking at it now on the wall. So I'd done an event in January and it was massive for us, absolutely massive. So I was thinking, this is great. I'll organize one for every month, which I did. So all of that went. Yeah. And it was actually a few weeks ago, I think it was three or four weeks ago now, um, I'd actually said to my husband, I've never said this. I said, I've had enough. I can't do it anymore. I'm thrown in the towel. I think it was the whole everything just gave in because I was homeschooling the children on my own. I was trying to work, run a business and I think it just hit me. And honest to goodness, I, you couldn't make it up. Within seconds, my laptop pinged and it was half six. And I thought, oh, I'll have a look. Anyway, it was an email from Mary to say, thank you for everything you do. I can't believe how much my life's changed. I no longer need to wear pads. You are amazing, you're brilliant, do everything you're doing. And I just sat and bust into tears and went, I can't, I have to keep going. I can't, this is why I do this. It's, I know how amazing and how much this affects women's lives. And when they're able to improve their pelvic floor, the difference that makes in their life is just unbelievable. So yeah. yes, keep, I'm keeping going, keeping going. 
I, I got tingles, Julie, then, because I know this feeling. I know what it's like, you know, having run This Is My Second Business, and I had moments in both of these businesses where I felt exactly like you. And there always is that little moment where you seem to get someone send you a message or something happens, and, they, and then you think, oh, my goodness, actually, I'm making a difference, you know, which is what we want as passionate businesswomen. So, look, I want to talk to you about pelvic floors, okay? I, I feel very empowered having this conversation, Julie, because people do not talk about their pelvic floors, for goodness sake, do they? Um, I'm 51 years old now, okay? Um, I've never done anything to help my pelvic floor. And I know that I will potentially be in trouble at some point. <laughs> so tell me about pelvic, pelvic floors. Why is it so important? And, and tell me what you've learned on this journey, that, this wonderful journey that you've been on so far. What can you tell the listeners? Yeah. So your pelvic floor is basically like a hammock and it holds up your bowel, your bladder and your uterus. And what happens is if that muscle isn't strong, your organs internally start to drop from their position. And this is known as a prolapse. And there's different degrees of prolapse, but it ranges from a bit of a movement to actually protruding through your vagina. And what enrages me is I still have women who have just given birth, still not told about Kegels, going away, leaking, and nobody's there to tell them that they should be doing these exercises. It's just not happening. And... The other aspect of that is if a woman develops leakage issues after giving birth, the likelihood of developing postnatal depression goes up by 50%. So there's a huge knock-on effect to this. It's huge. And it's down to simple education. So you need to so your pelvic floor is your core. That is your core. And you find a lot of people have got backache, hip ache, different aches, and it's to do with your pelvic floor. It has to be kept strong. Um, I will have women who will say, I'm fine. I don't need to worry about that. I had a C-section. <laughs> no, no, unless you grew that baby outside in your hip, maybe. But no, you've got a pelvic floor. Every woman has a pelvic floor. And every man has a pelvic floor. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, every man's got one too. So it's equally important that they exercise theirs. But it's just down to education. So... The simplest way to describe a kegel, which is a pelvic floor contraction, is imagine holding in wind and we at the same time, pulling it up as quick as you can, hold that for up to 10 seconds, then release for three or four seconds because it's equally important to relax that muscle as well and then repeat that 10 times. Then there's another kegel, which is known as the fast kegel. And this is 98% effective for women who leak when they cough or laugh or sneeze. So as soon as you go to cough, you pull in up really quickly and hold and then release. And if you're doing those, you just do um, sequences of 10 of those as well. They're so simple yet so effective. And I'll have women say things like, um, oh, I, I haven't had children. No. The one thing we all need to understand is incontinence has no discrimination at all. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I've had women say, well, I don't leak, so I'm fine. That doesn't matter. You shouldn't be waiting for something to happen before you take action. I've had other women who said, I had no idea. I wasn't leaking. I thought I was fine. Uh, I bent over to pick up the child or a heavy pot plant is a big one. And the next thing, prolapse. 
got an wow. organ that went through the vagina and that is horrifying horrifying yeah 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 so the the exercises you just talked about how often should we be doing things like that julie twice a day and the best habit to get into is when you're brushing your teeth morning and night the best habit i don't even think twice now about doing them and you connect the two together as well because that's that's great that means you're definitely going to remember to clean your teeth as well as exercise <laughs> your pelvic floor yeah exactly and um, how old should you be when you start doing these exercises really 14. i want to see girls and boys educated from the age of 14 on the importance of the pelvic floor what it is its structure and taught how to do a kegel exercise and then when women were 18 they'd invest in my kegel kit as maintenance just like going to the gym for your pelvic floor but that will help because at the minute the statistics say 50 percent of women have a prolapse I can tell you now it's a lot higher than that. Most don't even go and seek help, talk to the doctor mm. or anything. So just by getting that education into high schools, that will bring that number right down. Right, right down. And I think um, the interesting thing about the prolapse thing is that you mentioned it's in very different variations. So you could have one that's not necessarily severe, but is actually happening still. Um, and I guess there's knock-on effects of that too. This is it. So the statistics again say 50% of women have a prolapse and don't even, some don't even know about it. So yeah, just don't be waiting until it is an issue. And there's another fact, Jill, that, Jules, that would blow your mind. I came across a study that was done in 2001, I believe. And they interviewed women between 18 and 21 in university who were very athletic. They asked them the question, how many suffered with incontinence issues in high school? What do you think the result was? Uh, I think it's going to be higher than I think it would be. 40% admitted wow. it. Well, admitted, it, admitted it, you see. That's interesting, yeah. isn't it? So I've spoke to high schools and universities and they know it's happening, but there's no money there to educate. So by me spreading the awareness, it'll, it'll make women feel empowered to speak to other women about it their friends their family and then to have women educating their daughters and their yeah. sons so my yeah. 10 and 7 year old they know a lot about the pelvic floor <laughs> and if they if they even hear somebody say oh stop stop i'm gonna wet myself laughing <laughs> the, the 10 year old comes in really seriously and will go mm, you need to be thinking about that pelvic floor <laughs> They are your greatest salesmen, aren't they, by the sounds of it? Oh, yeah, but, so, I mean, I've got a 15-year-old son. Um, I don't think he will know anything about this. I'll, I'll actually share this episode with him because I think that will be interesting. But I'll also talk to him about what we, we've talked about today. Um, how can, I mean, you, you mentioned boys have got pelvic floors. Should they be doing the same sort of exercises or is it not the same thing? No, it's exactly the same. And what I found, I was at the, in January, it was a national running show we were at. And um, it was lovely to see how many men and partners were there supporting their wives because it affects them just the same and they don't like to see them suffering. And when I would say to the men, so how often do you do your kegels? 90 odd percent would be, well, I don't need to do them. Why do I need to do them? And as soon as I would say, well, if you've got a weak pelvic floor as a man, you've got dribbles, incontinence issues and erectile dysfunction. And as soon as I mentioned, 
Their other knees going, teach me, teach me. <laughs> so it's so important as well for men. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. But it is actually such a serious subject, isn't it? You know, and, and how many men realize that that is what could be affecting those side effects for them? So, exactly. so I, love, I love that it's actually, this is very much for all of us, isn't it? This conversation. So I just want to sort of go a bit deeper into this. Is Kegel the exercise that you do um, and then you produce a kit? Is that correct in me thinking that? So Kegel, K-E-G-E-L, comes from uh, Dr. Arnold Kegel. He was a gynecologist and he came up with this uh, methodology, if that's one way to describe it, of contracting your pelvic floor. So he called it a Kegel, which is what I just explained. Yeah. It's when you contract your pelvic floor. So you started a business having had this moment of conversations and realizations that none of us know anything like what you know about this, Julie. And so then you decided to create a product. So tell us a little bit about that, because I can feel the engineering you coming out as well here. <laughs> So I'm not an engineer, by the way. I worked in an engineering department. <laughs> I've, I've made you one. I've made you one now. <laughs> so I, like I say, I knew I needed some sort of a weight. And um, I ordered some. I looked at some. And for me, they were cheap quality plastic or aimed towards the sex market. And that's not what this is about. This is a, your pelvic floor is a muscle like any other muscle. And that's what we need to understand. So... I sat down and I thought, what would I want? So I started drawing it out. And I, when I was designing it, I always envisaged it sitting on the shelf in John Lewis in the exercise department. So I knew it had to be elegant and discreet. So all the information is on the back. It's got a little magnetic opening on the box. Actually, I'll show you. Yeah, so anyone who's watching YouTube, this is why you need to watch us on YouTube because we're now looking at this beautiful box. So and the branding's lovely, isn't it, as well? Gorgeous. Yeah. And then information's on the back. Magnetic opening, so you can keep these by your bed. And then that's the way it's in there. So, made of medically graded silicon. And there's four different weights and they just pop in and out like that. It's just essentially a dumbbell for your pelvic floor. Yeah. So you start off at 40 grams, you work your way up to 90 grams. And when you get to that stage, you've got an amazing pelvic floor. Oh, this is so fantastic. <laughs> I just adore this whole journey. And these are really beautiful colors. If you're not watching on YouTube, they're like really soft pinks and vibrant blues. And, you know, Julie, you've put a lot of effort into the aesthetics of this as well, haven't you? Which I think is very important. It was very important that it was all like a bit of a spa feel to it. So nice colors and uh, yeah. So, so I started yeah, designing it and all the rest. And it took me seven months from start to finish. I remember lying on the sofa and um, trying to get a few hours sleep every night because I was doing calls to different countries and different factories and manufacturers, designers, graphic designers. And I, when it arrived, I remember my husband, there's a uh, box load came for us to look at. And I'll never forget my husband, he opened it, opened it up and went, did you do this? Did you do this? Oh my word, these are amazing. These look beautiful. I'm like, yes, and now I need to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a lovely story. And you know, this, this actually does demonstrate the commitment to creating a product and bringing it to market. You know, 
just slightly aside for what the product is, which we're going to come back to. That's the massive importance of this, this talk. But just getting a product designed and created, prototyped, uh, manufactured. Oh, my goodness, what a journey that is, Julie. It, it was. It was a tough journey. And you learn. You learn all the time. And the more mistakes you make, the more you learn. So yeah. I try and always have that mindset. Good. Like, look, I always say to my sons, make mistakes. You have to make mistakes. If you don't make mistakes, you never learn. Because I think we're brought up to be afraid of mistakes. Yeah. It's learning to embrace them, especially when you're younger. Make as many as you can and enjoy it and enjoy the learning journey. We are built by every mistake we make. I've quoted that like so that. many times, uh, Julie, you know, in talks, and I've got a little thing I made on Canva with it on, because I, I truly believe that. I truly believe that. And so you've got this fabulous product arrived after seven months of really hard work. I feel really tingly and excited about this conversation. I feel like I've, I'm going on a bit of a journey with you for this. And it's arrived. What happens next? You've now got this product. You know, what, is, what does it feel like? It's really bizarre because you just never see it. Actually, you see it getting to that stage, but then to see it physically and hold it physically was amazing. So then I just started to um, take, take the kit everywhere. You will never find me anywhere that I haven't got my Kegel kit with me. Um, yeah, and I just took it around. I was showing moms, and I obviously had to get people to test it initially at the beginning to prove that it would work. Um, and, yeah, the, the feedback, the support, the response was just amazing. And then it just sort of slowly uh, built up and then sort of just took off. That's great. So where are you having them manufactured now, just out of interest on that side of the story? Yes, I've got a, actually one, two, three different factories in China that bring everything together. And um, I actually have tried so hard to get them manufactured in the UK. In the it UK. impossible. Yeah, that's such a shame, isn't it? You know, but maybe I, you know, I always feel a bit like maybe one day that will be possible. I do feel a bit like it's starting to turn a bit of a corner. I know we've had COVID, but I think that we will be able to start manufacturing here in time. We will get round our heads around this, I'm sure of it. We're a manufacturing nation, ultimately. It's a shame it's died off, you know, the way it did. So. Exactly, that's it. So tell me how much it would cost me to buy these kits, just out of interest. $39.99. Which is a great price, isn't it, when you think about the value of it, Julie? Because they last for life. That's the other thing. You're not having to buy anything else. You know, there's other things out there on the market, but they're not reusable. And um, you get so much comes with it. You get educational videos, you get um, downloads, you get an ebook, which is about 30 pages long, which explains everything about the pelvic floor in non-medical jargon. Um, then there's also a closed Facebook group, which is really lovely. There's so much support in there. And then obviously access to myself. I actually had an email earlier from somebody saying, I can't believe you responded to my um, email on a Sunday evening. That's the best customer support ever. I was thinking, yes, but I'm not going to get in the habit of it. <laughs> no, but I'm the same. I can't help myself. It's like, you know, any time. And I, I tend to respond straight away. I'm a nightmare, really. But I a question. I didn't want her sitting there overthinking it. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you talk about the fact that it lasts for a lifetime. Um, how do you kind of maintain it and keep? Because, I mean, let's face it, this is going internal, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So 
The idea is when you first get the Kegel kit, a little dumbbell for your pelvic floor, pop them in, gravity wants them to fall out. So then the correct muscles engage to hold them in. And that's the beauty of them. Because most women, even when explained how to do a Kegel exercise, they will do them incorrectly. So this actually teaches you where your pelvic floor muscles are. So you just wear them for 15, 20 minutes a day. And while you're walking around, you just do a mix of the slow and fast Kegels. All the information comes with it. And then every two weeks, you change the weight combination. So you're gradually and safely challenging your pelvic floor. And then once you finish the six-step program, which is 12 weeks, and you've got an amazing pelvic floor and you can hold these 90 in, then you just use these as maintenance. Got you. Three times a week, just like going to the gym for your pelvic floor. Uh, pop them in, do your yoga, go for a walk. I do my 5K run wearing them. Oh, my goodness. I know, I know. I love when people go, what? You can do it. And you just think about it as a dumbbell for your pelvic floor. It's the same concept. You're just working out that muscle. And then because you now know how to do them correctly, you just do them manually twice a day when you brush your teeth and then wear them three times a week, like going to the gym. It's getting that mindset around it. Yeah. And creating a habit really around it, isn't it? And then what, do you just wash them through? You know, is it... Warm soapy, warm, soapy water, dry them off. And then it comes with a little bag as well. You can pop them in the bag and put them in your cupboard or drawer, wherever you like. Most women I find in the group have got used to leaving them in their bathroom. So they are always visually reminded. Yeah. And they're pretty to keep in your bathroom they as are well. Because you thought that through, didn't you? Yes. And I've got another question. And I think, I hope I'm asking questions that potentially my listeners are thinking, ask that, ask that, ask that. Um, can you really feel them when they're inside? No, you can feel a bit of a, you can feel a bit of a weight, but this is the other thing as well. I have got ladies who um, got them and they were completely determined, convinced that their pelvic floor was absolutely fine, uh, but they were curious. And I've got women who have popped them in and they've dropped straight back out. And that's the sign. I've saved them from potential prolapse down the line. My goodness. So this does happen to a lot of ladies because their pelvic floor is so weak, they'll just drop straight out. All you do then is just wear them and do your exercises while you're lying down. And after a few weeks, you try walking around with them again because you, it's good to have the gravity because that's what you want. But I have a lot of ladies as well. Um, physios recommend these to ladies with limited mobility such as ME, et cetera, because they can't and they've had great results just wearing them lying down. That's so, so good, isn't it? You know, this is this gets better. This whole conversation gets better and better. Um, I want to make sure we put the links in, obviously, so everybody can get access to connecting with you, buying the product if they want to, but equally perhaps to your group. Uh, maybe just joining your group as well if that's yeah. something they can do because this is just a font of knowledge isn't it really that you're bringing to us julie yeah i just love it and the other thing i'm running right now i started it on friday is hashtag don't ignore the pelvic floor oh, i love that huh? it, uh, it's went really well honestly i couldn't believe it on friday it was just nuts if you check out my instagram it is absolutely crazy with people do people doing selfies with the hashtag and it's about raising that awareness and then I'm going to go out sometime later this week of a press release because 
we know that a lot of women are giving up exercise because of leakage issues. Yes, we, yes, exactly. Because during lockdown, I noticed it in May, where we had a huge spike of inquiries, and it was the same thing over and over again. Leakage issues. Hmm. Have you taken up exercise recently when you didn't? Yes. Running when you didn't previously? Hit? Yes. yes. No thought for the pelvic floor. So then they're leaking. Then they stop exercising. And then it's a vicious circle because depression yeah. hits in. So we're going out to say, if you have got issues, you can do something about this. We don't want you giving up running or your exercise classes. Again, it's just getting the knowledge out there and the education. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's just so awesome, isn't it? So it's hashtag don't ignore the pelvic floor. That's it. Lovely. I mean, it flipping rhymes, doesn't it? <laughs> you, know, you can't forget this. But the whole the whole concept of that is what knowledge. So spreading the word, showing up, acknowledging that you know this is a really important subject for all of us, from girls from fourteen years old, yeah. boys too. Yeah to even know about the pelvic floor as much as when, as they get older, they're also going to have problems that they might not even realize, you know, that's what I'm hearing you tell me. Yeah, this is it. I just, I love spreading the education and the awareness. And when you know how much this helps people, it is life changing and it takes me to start it, but it takes everybody around me to go off and talk about it and break down this taboo. There's no taboo. And, shame this is one i hear all the time there is mm. no shame whatsoever yeah. the only shame is a total lack of education that women are getting so that's my call on it yeah and i think this shame thing's so important you know to be doing a podcast about pelvic floors i feel wonderful doing this good i do you know it's i'm not embarrassed and i am not ashamed to do this podcast i think it's fantastic um, and i think my listeners are probably going to go wow that was amazing. I, I learned so much that I never knew. You know, that's the whole point, isn't it? I love it. But it, um, it just yeah, it takes all the support you can get. So in January, I forgot about this, um, Rachel Horn, she's the news presenter on the Chris Evans Virgin Show. And she said live on air how she had her first dry run and she was using Sacred Whispers. Wonderful. And it went crazy with that because... A lot of women, again, were saying, oh, my word, I didn't know I could do something about this. I give up running years ago. Now I've got, a, I've got hope I can go back to it. And yeah, I love yeah. it. It's great, isn't it? So look, how do you scale a business like this, Julie? Because Tell obviously, me. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's obviously a product-based business. So you've got a part way of a, an advantage that it's a product because that's a much easier business to scale. Service businesses are harder because you're then relying on people to deliver, you know, courses and, and education. This is a, a physical product. So what are you doing in terms of, are you now available in any shops anywhere or, you know, what, what's your route to market at the moment? So route to market at the moment is investing a lot on my website. I want, because um, I did do some on Amazon, um, but I prefer to do it through my own website. So I've got that. Then I've got wholesalers. I've got quite a few pelvic floor physiotherapists who all recommend me. I've got that. Um, I'm now looking into third-party resellers and different websites. So obviously the Kegel kit is uh, reusable, so it's eco-friendly. So we're going that route as well. Um, and yeah, 
but at the moment it's yeah it's just you need somebody for social media full-time if we're honest about it you need somebody full-time social media you need somebody full-time customer service you need somebody full-time seo on your website you need somebody full-time oh it's just and it's little by little when i can sort of pass something on to somebody whenever the income allows it to try and take a bit of pressure off yeah. uh, the other one i'm doing soon would be um a tv shopping channel oh uh, uh, yeah. So. yeah that'll be interesting won't it to see what happens there was a film called joy i don't know if you ever saw it i'm pretty sure it was called joy because i think it was her name and she invented the mop the floor mop you know, the, uh, and it was a revolutionary thing. It was probably something like the 1960s, I think, that it was set in. I need to watch this film again because I loved it. But it was her journey of trying to get this fabulous product to market. And it showed her going through all of the TV channel shopping, you know, TV shopping channels and things like that. So um, I think, you know, there's, there's great potential for you on the shopping channels. But I also think, you know, that lovely vision you had of John Lewis, um, and having it on their shelves at some point, you know, and, and retail's in a, in a mess in so many ways right now, which is so sad. But I suspect that however bad things get with people like John Lewis, they will maintain some stores going through to the better times. Retail won't ever disappear completely. No. I don't believe that. We need the experience of going out shopping. So I would always have in your sights, Julie, that someday you will tell me and message me a picture of your kit on the shop, uh, on the shelf at John Lewis. It, well, it really is. It's uh, on my goal list to happen. So yeah. it has to happen. And um, I'll tell you another thing. Do you know, I remember a lady called Rosemary Conley? I do. And I've been following you because you know I follow you. So I know that you were going to talk about her. Tell everybody about what's happened with her. So I put her, now my goal is I always go a bit crazy on them. You know, why not write it down and see what happens? So I had Rosemary Conley on my goal list to meet. And I went to uh, Women's International Day last March. And I knew she'd be there. And that was one of the big reasons I was there. And I couldn't get near her. She was just surrounded with people all the time. So I just sat and waited for my moment and managed it. I got her on board and I says, this is me. This is what I do. This is my Kegel kit. And she loved everything I was doing. And then I sent her an email a few weeks later going, oh, thank you so much for your time and et cetera. But I'd love to have a quick 10 minute chat with you. So she said, okay, we got chatting. Then I said, is there any chance of some business mentorship? <laughs> you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's been absolutely amazing. She's been uh, chatting on the phone and giving me some business advice. She's backing the campaign as well. Um, oh, she's, yeah, she's just lovely. And it is, again, by just reaching out and saying, can you help? And people want to help. Yeah, they really yeah. want to help. And it's... You know, if you think somebody can help you, just reach out. What's the worst can happen? They say no. That's fine. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel about things. And, you know, it actually needs something like your product. Just needs a couple of really influential, well-known people to start talking about it. 
and and that's really some of the breaks that you could get with this isn't it so I'd always be sending out a kit to some of these celebrities where you can you know because that's never going to do you any harm is it no this is it and it's all about influencers now um it's great that I've got the reach where I am but it's trying to get a bit further afield um and get it properly out there but you'll laugh at this when I was in I was at the House of Lords in December last year. Now, everyone was stood around with their back against the wall, sipping the champagne, not speaking to anybody. I went in with my husband and I said, you work from that end of the room. I'll work from this end of the room. I'm a meet in the middle. So I, like I say, take my kegel kit everywhere. I was going around. I was showing people. Like people gathered around me. I was doing a talk, how it works. And then my husband met me. And there was this heavily pregnant woman holding on to him going, where is your wife? I need your wife. (laughs) And it was just amazing because um, the amount of women who bought there and then, because again, they weren't even aware there was something out there. Then the lady who got up to do the keynote speaker, Zoe Hardman from, I think it's Hard FM, but she does Made by Mama. It's got a huge following. So she gets up, she's doing her talk. And happens to mention juggling work, being a mom, and then she mentioned her pelvic floor. The whole room just shot round and stared at me. <laughs> I love that. So I went up, introduced, give her the kegel kit, and she, this again is a power of influencers, she was doing a podcast, and the chap on it has a million followers, and she was saying her Christmas top gifts Number one, Secret Whispers. I almost fainted. (laughs) (laughs) That's so, so good, isn't it? I mean, you know, you deserve this, Julie. You've worked so, so hard. And I I really hope that you don't have too many of these moments where you feel like you can't go on. I I get it, by the way. But I think you need to remember how many people need a bit of Julie in their life still you know um what i really like about you is it's not just about selling product it's actually about education and and that the passion is is right there and i see that and i hear that which is what i love about you so thank you thank you so much now um so we've got a few things we need to drop the links into the the you know comments in in the podcast which i always do so you send me all the links that you want me to put in so all these fantastic listeners get a chance to connect with you and hopefully come and buy your kit. The second thing um, I want you to do is tell us where you're going to be showing up next. And, you know, the the way that COVID's worked and some of these events we've had cancelled, it's hard, isn't it? Because you would have been at that running show and things like that, wouldn't you, and, and doing some of those events. But I understand you did that virtually this year. We did. We'd done it in was it May virtually, and it was brilliant absolutely brilliant there was I think there was 10 or 12 of our stalls and I had the biggest number booked to come in and see me and yeah it was it went really really well no it's never going to be the same as interactions but it still went really well which now I know how well that went not next to my line of to do is to put together a list of online wellness events that I can be at yeah. because with any business you need eyeballs you need people to see you there's no point Leicestershire knowing all about secret whispers and every woman in Leicestershire has got one they've all got great pelvic floors I need to get a bigger reach so that's what I'm trying to do at the minute yeah and then 
you'll like this. Oh. I had a phone call a few weeks ago and it was from a local business who said that uh, BBC Radio or somewhere had uh, contacted them asking them to nominate put forward businesses who would be on Dragon's Den. Ah, there she is. So they rang me up and they said, do you fancy doing this, Julie? I went, oh, why not? <laughs> Always say yes. Always say yes. I had a boss once that I say this on some of my other podcasts. I had a boss once who said, the answer is yes. What's the question? Um, and I think you and I are along that line of thought, aren't we? Um, listen, it's not going to hurt you ever to go on Dragon's Den because of the exposure. Um, so, and I don't think, I think one of the advantages of you is you are quite a way down the line in ready to present to those dragons right now. You're not too early on. Um, you haven't really gone so far that actually it looks like you're never going to do anything with the business, if that makes sense. So I Thank think this you. is actually good timing for you to go into the den. It's changed so much since I went in, Julie, that you know that I'll always be here to sort of give you any advice if you want it. Yeah, it excites me, but... The other side of it is I can see how ruthless they can be and I don't know if I could just stand there and take it. My husband laughs saying, you do know you can't just pull them across the table, Julie. <laughs> yeah, but I think the other side of it is you have a business that they would be interested in potentially. And so actually you are the leader of this and it feels like they are because they've got the money and they're the investor. But ultimately, if they're interested in investing, it means you've got something they think is viable. So actually, you're in a position of strength. And any of the negative comments they give, and of course they're going to be, and not silly, it will help reflect. At the end of the day, you've got, what, four or five amazing business people there. If they do pull me to bits, brilliant, because they'll have brought up ideas and tactics and solutions I probably never would have dreamed of. So no matter what, I know when I leave, I know my business will be far better for it. Yeah, you've got such a great attitude. You really have. You have. And that's one of the really key drivers of an entrepreneur is the attitude. You know, that can-do attitude. So last thing to tell our listeners, right, your last piece of advice. What would you leave us with from this fantastic, thank you so much. This has just been so revealing in terms of knowledge for, for me and I hope for the listeners. What do you want to leave us with as a last thought, Julie? Well, you know what I'm going to say. If you're not doing your kegels, start them now, every day, twice a day, for life. It is as simple as that. If you are having issues, always remember, surgery is the very last option, always. It's not a quick fix, it's quite it's a huge undertaking, and kegels are always recommended first. So do your kegels, ladies. Be aware of your pelvic floor. If you're lifting anything heavy, or weightlifting is, is, is another one, always engage your pelvic floor. So just tighten it enough to support it. Um, that is it. And if you have any questions or anything you need help with or support with, just email me at support at secretwhispers.co.uk and I will do what I can for you. I'll do my best for you. And we will put all of those links, including that web address, into the content of this podcast. Julie, this has been... 
absolutely wonderful it really has thank you so much for your time well thank you i've absolutely loved it you know what i'm like i could spend days just talking about pelvic floors <laughs> but it's just been a wonderful thing to talk about because we need to always be understanding and learning about these really important subjects that actually can be taboo uh, you know and we mustn't let that happen to be honest so i'm so glad to have been a part of bringing it to the forefront of the human conversation on this podcast, Julie. Thank you so much, my lovely. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Absolutely loved it. Thank you. And listeners, I hope you have felt inspired, felt educated and felt compelled to go and sort out your pelvic floors and you know exactly where to go and do that with our lovely Julie here. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then make sure you like us. You can comment too on the channel where you've enjoyed it. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and SoundCloud. And you can watch us on YouTube and you'll be able to see the lovely kit, the Secret Whispers kit that Julie showed us earlier in the podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. See you again very soon. Ta-ta for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.